Hey everybody, it's Dave here from Fantasy Fitnessing, coming with at you with our week two preview show for the semifinals box pick'em game at fantasyfitnessing.com. Going to run through each for different boxes, previewing the athletes in each box, uh, just telling you my picks and just some details about each athlete. So let's dive in. We're going to start off with the Granite Games Women's Box One. Uh, so this kind of got our youth move, movement in it. We got Mallory O'Brien, Emma Carey, and then some of the more seasoned athletes, Christy Ermo, Connell, and Alessandra Pacelli. So it is going to be a, a tough matchup for everybody in this box. Uh, so starting off with O'Brien, she was third in quarterfinals and fifth in open. Emma Carey was fourth in quarterfinals, second in the open. Both of them are having amazing seasons, bursting onto the scene as a, a couple teenagers. You got Christy Aram O'Connell. She finished 10th in quarterfinals, had her best open finish ever as fourth. And then Alessandra Pacelli training at a training think tank there with Noah Olson and Travis Mayer. She was 13th in quarterfinals, had a seventh place finish in Dubai last year. So again, continuing to perform strongly at an elite level. To me, I think both the the teen athletes are going to continue on their dominant form this year. I think it's going to be kind of a toss-up between Mallory O'Brien and Emma Carey. I'm going to take O'Brien. I think she just performed that just a little bit better at the qualifier, the quarterfinals, where the competition and the, the programming was just a little bit tougher than the Open. So she's my pick for women's box one. On the men's side, men's box one, we got uh, Saxon Panchek, Chandler Smith, Nick Matthew and Tim Paulson. So to me, this is going to come down to be another battle of the demo team from last year. So you have Saxon Panchik. He was fourth in the open and seventh in quarterfinals this year. So really coming into his own as an athlete. And I think just looking to regain another spot in the games this year. And then Chandler Smith, 11th in quarterfinals this year. He was six of the games last year, just missing out on that spot. He was fourth at Rogue last year, won Mayhem. And so it'll be interesting to see him compete at the uh, this elite level, uh, being an in-person competition, being as it is his first time as a full-time athlete, or first season as a full-time athlete. Next up, we got Nick Matthew. He was 37th in the Open, 14th in quarterfinals. So again, kind of kind of having those Jason Hopper type stats, uh, not as high as Hopper in the open, but, you know, higher than him in quarterfinals. He does have a ninth at filthy 150 last year to draw on from an experience standpoint. So in terms of the big surprises this week, Matthew could be it. And then the fourth athlete in this box, uh, Tim Paulson, he was 14th at the games last year, third at filthy 150. Didn't have the best opener quarterfinals, but does have the track record to compete at this elite level. And so for me, I, I think it's going to end up coming down between Chandler and Saxon. I'm going to take Saxon out of this group just due to his top 10 finishes in both the games, or sorry, both the open and quarterfinals. So you know, it would certainly will be an interesting battle to watch. Uh, back to the women's side for women's box two. So we got Kendall Vincelletti, Paige Powers, uh, Nicole McGinney, and Steph Chung. And so again, this will be a, an interesting matchup. Vincelletti uh, was 17th at quarterfinals, so a strong showing for her. 
She was seventh at Wadapalooza last year, which had a super deep field. So, you know, has that that talent and athletic athletic ability to compete at this stage. Uh, next up, uh, another teen athlete uh, hasn't got the recognition this year, uh, but certainly has performed well in Paige Powers. So she's again only eighteen years old. Was twenty third in quarterfinals. So again, a very strong showing. And she more burst onto the scene last year. She was 15th in strength and depth, uh, and I think top around 20th at Mayhem last year. And she is a, a Mayhem athlete, so does have that training program, which has proven to be successful so far this year. So she's, to me, one to watch. Uh, and then uh, McGinney, uh, training at a CrossFit progression. She was 141st in the Open, but followed that up with a 31st in the quarterfinals. So it's definitely someone to watch. Um, again, just kind of with that you know, flip-flopping of uh, Open versus quarterfinals, it could end up going either way for her in this event. I don't think she does have any experience at this elite level in an in-person competition. So it'll, it'll, be, it'll be interesting to see her you know, compete on the floor. And the, the fourth athlete in this group, Steph Chung, she was 54th in quarterfinals this year. Last season, she had a string of sixth-place finishes in the sanctionals, so sixth at strength and depth, strength at, sixth at mayhem, and sixth at filthy 150. Uh, when I take a look at the picks, to me, it's between Powers and Vincelletti. Uh, I like powers in this box again, just continuing to ride with that youth movement um, that we're seeing. So she is my pick to to advance, and I expect her to earn a ticket to a games the games as well. Switching back to the men's side for uh, men's box two, so a lot of familiar names within this group. We got Colton Mertens, Scott Tetlow, Roy Gamboa, Richard Paul Castillo, and Street Horner. So Mertens uh, coming in, he's 21st at quarterfinals, 18th at the o- in the Open. Uh, so again, having a, a pretty solid season so far this year. Uh, Scott Tetlow, he finished the games at 17th at the games last year. So he's certainly someone to watch. I don't His season so far hasn't been as strong as uh, that game's performance, but we'll see if he is able to to bounce back. So yeah, he was... 48th in quarterfinals, 47th in the open. So hopefully we are able to, to see him come through. We got Roy Gamboa. He was 63rd quarterfinals, 62nd in the open. So again, having a strong season, considering he's um, you know towards the the back end of the the age group uh, or the older person in this group. Uh, and he was, but he did finish 28th of the games last year. So you know it does have that top athletic performance. Uh, Castillo, he was a games athlete in 2019, so he's trying to to earn his way back. Uh, however, so far this year, he was 109th in quarterfinals, so it's really going to see what what type of athlete comes out, whether it's going to be the one who made the games or um, towards that back end of the qualifying field at 109th in quarterfinals. And then next up, Street Horner. To me, he's he's kind of the wild card of the group, so. Ended up 60th in the Open, tra- training with the Proven Group, but ended up being 125th in quarterfinals, which was a disappointment and needed a backfill spot uh, to be able to make it to quarterfinals itself. So uh, he was outside looking in once quarterfinals finished, but 
enough people dropped so he was able to get that qualifying spot. And so, to me, he is only 26 years old. Uh, he has been to games a few times, so he does have that experience. But his you know, 60th and 125th haven't really shown probably all that he is capable of. However, that said, he has already found himself outside looking in after one competition this year. So he might have that fire lit underneath him to, you know, push himself to get back to that next level. He knows what it's like to miss and doesn't want to feel that again. And so I'm I'm kind of taking that um, kind of that drive to to get there for Horner for my pick. Although easily could see Mertens or Tetlow coming out of this group on top. So this group will probably be the tightest um, with more the most people fighting for the top spot. So it, it will be interesting to watch. Then back to the third group of women at Granite Games. Uh, we got Amy Morton, Emma Ferreira, Shelby Neal, and Bailey uh, Maravigala. So out of this group... It, it will be interesting to see just because some of the athletes um, don't have necessarily have the ex- experience at the elite level that the women in the first two box do. Uh, so Morton, starting off with Amy Morton, 24th in the Open, 32nd in quarterfinals. And, you know, just looking back at past sanctionals, is 24th at the 2020 Wadapalooza. Emmy Ferreira, she was 35th in quarterfinals, uh, but did have a fourth place finish in test three, which was the rowing and wall balls event. So definitely does have some kind of elite uh, potential in that area. And she was, you know, 24th at the 2019th Wadapalooza uh, Open Festival there. So um, do have some, you know, experience for both Morton and Emma or yeah, Emma on the sanctional fields. Then running out of this group, Shelby Neal, she was 34th in the Open this year and is having her best season since 2018 where she was 12th at the Atlantic Regional as an 18-year-old. And so she's still, again, 21 years old, uh, again, being pretty young, has that experience at regionals. And then last one, uh, Bailey Maravigala, she was ninth at the Norway CrossFit Championships last year, so does have some experience competing at this stage. Looking at it from this year, uh, I'm taking Shelby Neal in this group. Uh, did have a, a solid open uh, 34th. Uh, does know what it you know takes to be to regionals. And then is only 21 years old, so does kind of have that youth movement on her side. Switching back over uh, to the men's side for Granite Games Group 3, we got... Uh, Christopher Shimley, Jake Marconi, Riley Good, Blair Chapman, Drew Wayman. So I think these five guys all have the opportunity to throw a wrench in the, the competition itself. Uh, kind of both of all, or I guess all of them had, did have relatively strong performances uh, within quarterfinals. So Shimley was 18th at quarterfinals. However, just kind of looking at his track record, this is the only the second year he has been top 500 in the Open. So doesn't have any of those sanctional results that we can look back to to see how he has performed there. Marconi, he was 26 in quarterfinals. He's 24 years old, but has been to sanctionals for the last few years and I think regionals before that. And ended up being seventh at Southfit last year. So that was a, a strong competition for him. 
Riley Good was 27th in quarterfinals, but this will be his first time competing at this, you know, elite stage for or elite level competition at the semifinals this year. So doesn't have any of those sanctional results that we can look back on and compare. Blair Chapman was 43rd at quarterfinals this year, competed at Rogue last year, ended up 17th. Uh, so right behind Will Morad in the group. So has some has some experience competing against a very strong field, which Rogue, just the depth that was in that Rogue group would probably be stronger than what we would see here. And then last in the group, Drew Wayman. He was 91st in quarterfinals, but you know had a couple strong performances last year at sanctionals with a 10th at Mayhem and 11th at the Filthy 150. So, you know, not necessarily as strong performance that we'd like to see in quarterfinals, but does have that sanctional experience that he can bring to the competition floor this weekend. For me, I like Blair Chapman. I just having that experience at Rogue last year. Uh, does good, 43rd at quarterfinals. So uh, he's one, although I could definitely see uh, Marconi also being the tops of this within this group, being only 24 years old, uh, and then having that 26 at quarterfinals. So between the two of them, um, I would expect one of those two to come out on top of this group, but Chapman is my pick. And then moving on to the Fittis in Cape Town semifinal here. So on the women's side, we have Michelle Bassinet, Dina Swift, Michelle Morand, Mary Jamison, and Anika Spies. And so this one, uh, all of these women were right beside each other in quarterfinal finishes. And so looking at it, first you got Bassinet. So she was first in quarterfinals. She had two event wins and was had an average event finish of 6.2. So really stood out within the group and is only 24 years old. So comparing to the rest of this group is the youngest athlete uh, in the group. Dina Smith, she was second in quarterfinals with an event win, had an average event finish of 7.8. So right up there, Miranda was third in quarterfinals with another event win, had an average event finish of 8.4. So you know, these top three athletes, Bassnet, Swift, and Moran, were all neck and neck for the actual quarterfinals win with um, all being within a couple average event finishes. And then the last two running out, um, Mary Jamison was fourth in quarterfinals. She had an average event finish of 12.8. And Spies was sixth uh, with an average event finish of 14.4. So we can see that there's probably two tiers of athlete within this group between the the first three and then Jameson and Spies are bringing it up here. Uh, one thing to note with Spies is she was 15th at the last Fittis in Cape Town sanctional a couple of years ago. So does have, you know, experience within this competition field. Uh, for me, I'm going to take Bassnet just both from an age perspective, being the youngest in the, this group as well as coming off that win at quarterfinals. On the men's side, uh, we got Jason Smith, he was the winner at quarterfinals uh, and then was seventh at Dubai the last couple of years. He's also one of the two male athletes in the field who has been to the games. However, does have, you know, age. Um, I guess working against him a bit in this case as a 37-year-old athlete. Next up, uh, Kaylin Henry, 
second and quarterfinals uh, with an average event finish of 13.6. So Smith and Henry were neck and neck in terms of the quarterfinal finishes with both of them being in the 13th range for average event finish. Um, however, Henry was 83rd in the open, so had that a stronger finish there in comparison to Smith. And then third athlete in this group, uh, Ruin Duvenage, uh, third and quarterfinals. He had a 10th in Dubai last year. Uh, so again, that was a, a strong field as it always is. So a strong placement for him. We have Mohamed Alamada, who was also a games athlete in 2019, where he finished 44th, fourth in quarterfinals. And then Billy Pullen, uh, he was fifth in quarterfinals. However, did have an open finish outside the top 1,000. So uh, a bit of a drop-off in terms of where we see these athletes finishing in the open, just relative strength to the global field. Making a pick, though, to me, it's between J- Jason Smith and Kalen Henry, uh, being how close they were in quarterfinals. I'm going to take Henry in this case. Uh, the younger athlete in his 20s, I think we might see a bit of a changing in the guard for the African semifinal. And then as well, he did have the, the much stronger open finish as well. So uh, I would expect him uh, to come out on top here. Uh, and that was my pick. And so uh, that is our semifinals week two box pick them for fantasyfitnessing.com. You can sign up for free, make your team, and then uh, have a chance to win of one of three road gift cards that were given away to the podium finishers. So get in, pick your favorite athletes, uh, and cheer them on all weekend. Take care and have a great day.